Do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe it's possible to communicate with the spirits of those who have passed on before us? Have you ever had a spiritual experience that changed your life forever? And have you ever wondered why life is filled with so many trials and tribulations, yet fail to get the answers from mainstream religions and philosophies? If so, you're not alone. In this podcast, we will endeavor to answer some of those questions, although the answers will come from a largely misunderstood and overlooked source. Prepare to expand your mind and your perception of reality. This is the journey into spiritualism. Blessings one and all, and welcome to Journey into Spiritualism. I'm Paul James Caden, and in today's show, I want to talk about something that probably all of us have experienced in our lives, and it's very frustrating when we encounter this kind of thing. And what I'm talking about is that friend, that family member, that coworker, whoever it might be, that always seems to repeat the same problems over and over again. There just always seems to be drama and issues and failure and a host of other things that they repeatedly run into in their lives. And no matter how you try to help, no matter what kind of good advice you offer them, no matter how simple it is that you could show them it's just very simple steps A, B, and C, but no matter how easy or how logical those steps are, they will just never do it. And you step back and you always say, why do they never listen? Why do I waste my breath? Why do I bother to tell this person anything or anybody else? Because they just never listen. It seems like they're getting some kind of pleasure out of repeating that same problem or hardship or pain over and over again. And sometimes these people may really need our help. They're down on their luck. They're really between a rock and a hard place and you you help them out you get them out of the jam that they're in and you give them a little bit of advice to send them on their way and again they just don't listen they were glad you were there to help them out of the jam but now they're flying on their own power so to speak once again and they're flying into the same obstacles just crashing headfirst into the same walls over and over again. And we say, are they ever going to learn? Look what just happened to them. I just helped them out of that big mess that these bad decisions have got them into. And now here they are making those same decisions, doing the same thing. And another uh, incarnation of this in the modern world is people that we just meet out there in everyday life and uh, a lot of times even on the internet 
people that are very toxic, very mean. They like to tear everybody else down. Nothing or no one is ever any good. There's always an issue, always a reason to attack, always a reason to insult. And some of these people uh, seem to be really religious. They can quote the Bible and other religious texts forward and backwards. And no matter how you try to reason with them and point out that this is maybe not the way uh, you want to treat people, or maybe this is not the way you want to present God to people, because you're actually all of the drama in your life, or you're arguing with people all the time, you're starting that fire. Wouldn't you want to use your energy for something more positive? But they'll never listen. In fact, they'll turn on you and insult you and fight with you, fight for their right to hold on to that very toxic or ignorant state of mind. And again, it's very frustrating. And we ask ourselves, what's, what's wrong with these people? Why can they, they not see what it is that they're doing? Are they just terrible people? Are they just that mean? Are they just that stubborn? What's the deal with these people? Why does no one listen? Well, in spiritualism and spiritism, uh, these kinds of people and their attitudes are approached a little bit differently than most religions, philosophies, or even individuals uh, handle these kind of folks. You see, in spiritualism, we're taught, and, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts, that everyone is here in this world to learn very specific lessons. And those lessons often come in the form of problems, difficult circumstances, things that we must learn from, master, and overcome. And in so doing that, we change ourselves, our own soul, our own mind, the way that we look at things begins to purify and change and grow. But see, it's always our choice on how we respond to a lesson or a problem. It's always our choice how fast or slow we change and grow as people and as spiritual beings. And some people we are taught in spiritualism are very stubborn or immature souls. And they are certainly here to learn a very specific lesson in these hardships, these problems they keep repeating, these terrible attitudes that they have that just invite a tongue lashing from pretty much any and everybody that they meet. Well, those problems they keep repeating, those attitudes that they have, that is their lesson. That is their thing to overcome. 
And many times we are taught in spiritism and spiritualism that that soul is not quite ready to hear what you have to offer them. So even though the advice might be very sound, the guidance might be very logical and even easy, they're just not ready to receive it. They're just not ready to take that step. And we have to take into account also that spiritualism and spiritism teaches us that planet Earth is a planet, at least for right now, of atonement. That when we die, we either come back to planet Earth, we reincarnate, or we are demoted to one of the lower levels in the spirit realm, or what would the Buddhists would call a hell level, which isn't fire and torment, uh, but rather it's it's kind of like being trapped in your own ignorance, separated from the presence of God with a bunch of other people around you who are making the same mistakes or have the same terrible attitude that you have, maybe times a million. And it's a very miserable place. Nobody gets along. Everybody hates one another. It makes planet Earth look like heaven. And they'll stay there till they learn their lesson. Get beyond themselves. Get beyond what it is that's holding them down as a spirit being. And then they will, uh, you know, graduate from that place. So we don't know where a soul is coming from. Is it coming straight from God? Is it reincarnating on the earth? Is it just making its way out of one of those lower hell realms? And getting another chance to do better on planet Earth so the soul may progress. And this why this is why that soul might be so hateful and angry and mean and toxic. Because they just came out of a place that was hateful and mean and angry and toxic and tearing one another down. And they may have learned just enough to graduate out of that realm. But man, they, they still have that stain of hatred on their soul. And now this lifetime, that's their lesson. That's the thing they have to overcome. They have to get beyond that hatred. They have to get beyond that stubbornness. They have to get beyond that critical spirit that they have that wants to tear everyone else down or not listen or keep making the same mistakes because they think they're going to gain something, but they injure themselves over and over. That is their lesson. That is the thing they have to walk through and change in this life. But again, it's always their choice to listen. It's always their choice whether or not they are going to hear what you have to say. And we can't always abide by the idea that, well, I'm just going to stay away from those people. They're toxic. They're no good. In some instances, we have to. But even if that's what we choose to do, spiritualism teaches us that we always treat that person with compassion. 
no matter how mean, no matter how angry, no matter how stubborn, no matter how many times they won't listen, always treat them with kindness, always treat them with love. If they're in trouble, if they need help, you help them. And really what that person needs is not a lecture. Here's what you should do. Here's what you need to do. What they need is what spiritualism calls a seed. And that seed is something that you leave them with, not forcing them to take it. It's like a gift you place in their hands and it's up to them to use it or not. And it could be something very simple as I wish you well and I hope one day you will walk closer to God and experience his love because that will really change your heart and you and I both know you're not happy no one could be happy being this controlling or mean or whatever it is that they are but you wish them well you Place that gift in their hands. I wish you well. And I hope that the love of God shines in your life and in your heart. And it will shine. But you have to accept it. You have to open the window and let it in. Could be something that simple. Could be something as simple as someone who never listens, making the same mistakes over and over again. And we help them, and then we give them the seed. We give them the gift. You're welcome for the help. I really hope that your journey through life is gets better and more easy from here. And may I just say, you know, maybe you should try A, B, or C. And maybe that would help you. God bless. Have a nice day. And we walk away. We don't push the issue. We don't worry about it. Because it's the concept of we plant the seed, sometimes another waters, and then another one brings in the harvest. Sometimes that seed will grow very quickly and will say, look at so-and-so. I'm so proud of them. Other times we see it growing little by little. Well, they're making improvements, but they still got a long way to go. And sometimes we may not see them make any, may not make any improvements at all. And the person may end up, you know, passing away. And we say, I just wish they had have gotten over that particular problem before they left this world. I felt like they were so miserable, so unhappy. Well, you did the best you could. And so did other people around them. They were given seeds. And that seed may bloom in this lifetime or it might bloom in the next on the next spiritual level that they graduate to. Because that's the beauty of the soul. Is that everything we do for another person out of love and compassion and kindness, everything we tell them out of love, compassion kindness and truth. It's like a seed that we're planting in that soul. And that seed is never wasted. It will make an impact. 
And I'm sure many of us can relate to that. When we were younger, we were kids. Our parents told us things and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We never wanted to listen. And it seems like, you know, that advice was just wasted. But then as we get older and we mature, if we're any any kind of thinking person, usually at some point we'll hearken back to something our parents told us and say, you know what? They were right. They were not as stupid as I thought they were when I was a kid. And that seed begins to grow in our lives. We start to take that advice. We remember. Even though that piece of advice may have risen up into our consciousness many times over the years, and we just chucked it aside, pushed it back down. Nope, nope, not going to do that. But then one day, that seed breaks through the soil and starts reaching towards the light. And so it is with all of us as children of God, as spiritual beings, as growing and purifying souls. Everything that we experience from one another, from God, from the angels, from the spirit realm, all those little seeds that are always planted in our lives, well, they're going to break through the soil eventually. And it may be later in this life. It may be in the next, wherever that next dimension of life takes that soul. But the seed always goes with, with them. It's never lost. So we should always have patience with people. We should always have compassion on people. No matter how terrible they may seem to us, no matter how crazy they may seem to us because they keep walking into the same walls over and over again. Well, they're doing that for a reason. That is their path to to walk, their lesson to learn. And that kind of brings new meaning to the saying of Jesus when he said, judge not lest you be judged. We haven't walked a mile in the other person's shoes. We don't know what they're thinking. We don't know what they've been through. We don't know what that other person's journey was like or what the journey of that soul has been thus far. Where has it been? Where did it come from? Where is it going? Where is it on its path of progress? Is it progressing or is it regressing? Is it an immature soul? Is it a frightened soul that is putting on all of these terrible, toxic attitudes as a means of self-protection and self-preservation? Is that person under the influence of other negative spirits because spiritualism and spiritism teach us that those things do exist. There are spirits around us who want to see us fail. There are spirits around us who want to see us fall from the light. Now those spirits too are on their journey. 
and they will have an ultimate destination. They will have a path that they need to work out. But for right now, they see fit to try to influence us to always do the wrong thing, to always turn our backs on God, to always turn our backs on love and compassion. So we don't know that that person who is not listening, they're so stubborn, they're so mean, they're so cantankerous. We don't know what problems that soul is facing. And on top of those problems, if they're under the influence of other negative spirits who are trying to get them to make the wrong decisions and maybe go or go back to one of those hell levels where there is immense emotional and mental suffering because you live in an atmosphere of your own hatred and stubbornness and whatever it is that you're carrying around. So when we see people that way, when we view them through that lens as a soul who's having trouble, as much as it makes us angry sometimes, as much as we just want to just really, you know, put some of these people through a wall, they get, you know, we're all human beings. We all sometimes have those feelings that aren't exactly loving or godly. And we say, boy, you know, I'd really just really like to punch that guy in the nose. I mean, what a putz. But if we can move past all of that and see them as a struggling soul, that we don't understand the totality of that soul's journey, where it's been, where it's come from, where it's going, all of the problems that it's faced. Is it learning its lessons well? Is it deciding not to learn at all? It's just taking all of its lessons as more of an excuse to harden itself and be hateful or whatever it is that it's choosing to do. See, then we begin to soften towards those kind of people. It's like watching a child make, you know, terrible mistakes or hurting itself over and over again. You don't get angry at that child. You intervene and you try to help. And so we should with these souls who just never seem to listen. And that's the greatest act of compassion that we can have on anyone is giving them that seed. Saying, oh, by the way, I want to tell you this. And see, folks, for me, and it's, it's no secret as someone who is, uh, you know, uh, a spiritualist, and I've mentioned it on many of my other shows before, how I do spiritual counseling and uh, spiritual readings for people. I'm not a fortune teller. That's not what I do. I try to help people. It's, it's very different what I do than what you would see in a Hollywood movie. And I'm a very intuitive person. People I know, people I don't know, I can just really pick up 
on their energy. Are they friendly? Are they mean? Do they like me? Do they like the people around them? Are they very uh, filled with pride and ego and arrogance? I can be around a person five minutes or less and pretty much tell where they're at. But see, that's a gift. I look at that as a gift from God because that always gives me an in. Because people always ask, well, what do you do for a living? And then they kind of, you know, think it's pretty cool or they'll just kind of, oh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, just one of these people, you know, trying to uh, rip other people off by giving them readings, you know. And uh, that's fine whether whether they believe it or not, whether they think it's, you know, evil or not. But it's always nice because I usually, I have a technique that I use if, if I meet somebody or, you know, I, I'm associated with somebody who's uh, category A or B that we talked about in this show, making the same mistakes over and over or just very, uh, very brusque individual. I have a technique where before, if I'm around this person, before I leave their presence, I'll always tell them, can I share something with you before I leave? And of course, they'll always say, sure, what is it? And I'll always make sure that I, you know, have them by themselves so I don't embarrass them. And I'll say, you know, I really pick up on you that I get this sense that there's this, this, and this, and that you really struggle uh, with this particular issue in your life. And because of that, you know, you, you I feel like you've kind of set up this uh, self-defense mechanism. You know, you feel, you've filled yourself full of pride as kind of a, a barrier so other people may not be able to get to you and hurt you because maybe you were hurt when you were, you know, very young. And I'll say, you know, I, I just kind of feel this uh, kind of vibe or this energy around you. And I just want to let you know that, and then I'll just, I'll give them the seed. Which is usually something about God or the angels around them or the love of God or being their uh, authentic self. Because when you build walls to keep other people out, you're also building walls to keep yourself in. So you never really let your authentic self be expressed in the world. And that can be very frustrating and very sad and make us feel very lonely. So I'll just give them that seed. And then I'll say, you know, nice seeing you. Have a great day. Have a great night. And I'm on my way. So that's one of the ways in which I use to give someone a seed. And, and all of us are intuitive. We all pick up on things. It's, you know, not that, uh, you know, some of us are so greatly gifted. Some of us are just more in tune and have used it more. So it's a little more developed. But we all pick things up on people. And that can be a way that we use to give them the seed give them that divine seed that could help them later in this life or in the next stage of their journey. 
And it's always kind of fun and it always brings the defenses down no matter how hard or skeptical the person is. You know, at some moment I just say, uh, hey man, can I, uh, can I share a little psychic moment with you? Is something I'm kind of picking up? Oh yeah, sure, go ahead. And uh, it's usually spot on and you, you could tell in their expression or sometimes they'll come right out and say, yeah, that's, that's true. And they'll share a quick story of, you know, what, uh, what's going on in their life or why they feel that they need to uh, barricade their emotions against other people, you know, because things like that, you, you, you touch them, you, you touch people soul to soul. You're feeling them and they're feeling you. It's, it's an exchange on a deeper level. And it means something. And most times it does bring defenses down. And that's why I always say, you know, a lot of people that say, ah, oh, you know, all this uh, stuff with spirits and readings, it's evil, it's anti-biblical. I disagree for many reasons that we won't get into here, but just the effect I've seen it have on people's lives. I've seen a lot of people turn their lives around, but I've seen a lot of people who I've shared that kind of moment with personally, and it's had no effect at all. But see, I gave them that seed. And some of these people have made some very bad mistakes. Some of them are, you know, not very nice people. I don't see them all the time. Some of them might be clients I read for, you know, once every two years or so, they'll pop up. And they'll say, I always remember what you told me, though. So see, the seed sticks with them. And I'm not using that as some example, like, look at me. I'm so great. I'm just using my personal experiences to show how it works. You, you, you don't know what you're going to say to a person when you give them that seed. That they're always going to remember what you said, what you told them, what you shared with them. Even if in every other aspect of their life, they're acting like it didn't make an impact at all. So when you share, when you plant that seed, do it from the heart. Go with what you're led to say, what you're feeling. Let, let God guide you in that moment. Because that's when you make that connection beyond just words or lecturing. And that's when it makes an impact, whether you see it or not. And it's something that soul will take with them. But we always have to remember, we're not going to be able to help everybody in this lifetime. It may take some people, whatever their next stage of the journey is, it may be the, the next two stages of their journey before it really starts to make a difference, but they'll always carry the seed with them. The soul never forgets, and this is what spiritualism teaches us. The soul never forgets the lessons that it learned or the positive things it took from life or another person that is important to that soul's growth 
They're always in there. And they say this is why many of us as little kids will have these ideas of how we should be or how life should be or how we should treat others. You know, we look back and say, geez, I was a little kid and I had these ideas, these these like philosophical thoughts. And where did that come from? Well, that's your soul remembering the seeds, the lessons. And if they're nurtured and watered, they'll grow. So be compassionate with other people. Help them when they need help. Don't expect anything in return. Always try to give them that seed moment, heart to heart, soul to soul. Don't lecture anybody. Don't push anything on anybody. You know, you need this religion or you need this job or this is what you need to do because most of those kind of souls aren't going to respond to that kind of forced information. You have to give them something deeper than that. And it might not be anything that's super deep, but just something you give them as a gift and they hold on to it and they remember it. And you've done them a great and wonderful service by doing that. So be patient and compassionate with other people. And always remember, we're not going to be able to change everybody. We're not going to be able to save everybody. We're not going to be able, you know, not everyone's going to listen when we try to help. And that's okay. Every soul is on its journey. And we just have to help it along. And this is why, you know, really, when you look at what's happening in the world today, right now with all the riots and, you know, people protesting and all, all that uh, is fine and it, it should be done. But again, until we change our hearts and our minds and start planting real seeds in other people's lives, changes aren't going to be permanent. We can't force society to change. We can't force the government to do the right thing. But we can plant seeds in people's lives. And those of us who are more mature and advanced spirits can maybe take a little bit of, of initiative to get those more greedy, immature spirits out of power who are abusing their position and get more responsible, mature souls in there who will do the right thing for everyone. So it's an interesting thing to think about when we think about helping others or changing something. If we change it, if we push it, if we try to drive it home, that change might not be lasting and permanent. It always has to come from the heart and the soul level. And eventually it is those seeds that will grow and change us and the world we live in. I thank you all for listening today. Stay safe, stay well, 
be good to one another, and I'll see you next time here on The Journey.